Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Star Wars Minute. It's your daily podcast in which we analyze, we scrutinize, and we celebrate The Last Jedi one minute at a time. I'm Alex Robinson from alexrobinson.fun. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. And I'm Jackie Cation. I'm their guest this week, and I'm a comic, and you could go to JackieCation.com and find out how to watch me do stand-up comedy in a safe uh, quarantine zoomish kind of way by joining my email list which is easier to get off than it is to get on good luck hmm. <laughs> well thanks for coming back jackie thanks for having me uh we are on minute 13 of the movie minute 13 starts off with the burning dreadnought uh falling into dakar's atmosphere and it ends a minute later with a startled finn awakening in his medical bubble Hmm. Medical Burning bubble. Dreadnought was a. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's a. Is it more of a metal band or is it a reggae band? Could go either way there. Oh. I'm gonna go. Me- I'm gonna go metal. Dreadnought. I like that. When when in doubt, go metal. Mm-hmm. How about reggae covers of metal songs? Oh, there you go. The reggae metal. Is that a is that a fusion <laughs> that's happened yet? Reggae metal. I mm. have. I have to say, the guy who plays Hux, mm-hmm, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you know his name. Uh, he is literally the funniest for me (laughs) he is my favorite of all the bad guys and he's you know you just picture him sort of falling into this job and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. being super powerful and smug about it and 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 just a a complete and utter tool bag but just sort of like not he's like no, whatever you want done is going to be done. And then he slid across the ground by the lizard face. <laughs> and I'm on board. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a. Um, he, I, we were saying earlier that I, I at least didn't fully appreciate him in The Force Awakens because I didn't get. I was like, he's a little over the top. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, this movie, it really hammers it in that he's like, oh, he's going for over the top and he's way over the top. And that's what makes him great. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it took me a, bin, a minute, but I, I also love Fox. And that's uh, Domhnall Gleeson, who is the uh, the son of Brendan Gleeson. And uh, he Domhnall is in a, a lot of other things. Um, you say Harry Potter was busy in the Harry role as one of the Weasleys. It's probably yeah, one of the he most was a Weasley. Famous. He was. Uh, oh, was he? Is he yeah. one of the twins, or was he one of the older ones? I think he's the. I'm, like I'm either Charlie to or which one. 
Um, yeah, he's not. I, is he the one that works the dragons? Okay, that's seems Charlie. Like they should have gotten real twins to play the twins. Seems like that would have been right. easier. Oh, did they not get twins to play the twins? <laughs> Maybe. They, uh, hopefully, they got brothers at least. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. You looking it up? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, he's Bill. Oh, he's, he's Bill. Bill Weasley, yeah. Oh, he's the banker. All right. Oh, there you go. And uh, a ponytail. And, yeah, he was in a. He's always like. After the fact, I realized that I've seen him in a lot. This is after, you know, yeah. I, I always like not having any previous associations with my Star Wars actors when I can. I mean, Woody Harrelson is a weird exception and stuff like that where I'm like, all right, I can accept you as this. But um, but I, I had no preconceived uh, Hux notions. But then uh, afterwards, and I've watched a bunch of stuff and be like, oh, wait, that was uh, that was him. That's okay. Because um, he was in, he was in a... a Black Mirror episode that was really good, and he was in, um, um, yeah, a handful. He was in well, the Harry Potters. He was in, he was in Dread. He was in um, that Ex Machina, which I, I still haven't seen. Yeah, but he he was just. I loved the line where he's just like, "Oh, good, oh good. I'm so glad the Emperor wants to talk to me <laughs> yeah. after oh, yeah. everyone it's, escapes." It's a and... great, yeah, it's a good good moment. <laughs> um. Yeah, I love Hux's reaction when he sees it's it's again evoking uh, the Empire Strikes Back, where it's almost like when Piet watches the Millennium Falcon jump to light speed, and then you cut back to Piet all like gulp. Right. And yep. it's a similar kind of reaction shot here to uh, to Hux. And uh, yeah, I love the line where he says like, "Oh, excellent! Like, can't wait to talk to him." You know, <laughs> perfect. Right. Um, this, I would have called him. I don't know if you guys know this. I I was just about to say, get the Emperor on the line for me, and uh, well, that yeah. He says he's going to take it in his chambers. Um, yeah. Do they? Ha- but then Snoke just kind of appears in the middle of the thing. Is that yeah. they just have the capability of projecting a giant head of anybody anywhere they want to, or is that uh, the Snoke Emperor doing does? That? That's Snoke, that- dude. That's Snoke. Snoke. I, I'm sure he would have loved to have been raked over the coals in private, right. in his uh, quarters. Uh, yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. But Snoke is the kind of guy who's just like, no, no, we're going to do this publicly. You're going to be shamed, <laughs> and uh, and then and then not killed, because right. he did have an answer. You know. Yeah. That he had a tracker on the on the ship. I um I feel like he um the the projector is probably normally used for like um you know maps and oh yeah like oh the, sure uh, ship right. ship you know battle formations so, yeah, yeah right. so and, they all stand and around I think and they just, say like okay well this is the base and we're gonna go from here to here that whole yeah. that scene that's is in every Star Wars right that's what that's usually yeah exactly used for. So, and then uh, Snoke took it over he commandeered it for you making a giant head yeah. mm-hmm. he talks to Smithers and says you know give me the bridge and then they. Right. Cut to, and I like the fact that it was his big giant head as opposed to it, it. It was a surprise because I didn't expect him to humiliate. It, it undermined my expectations. Let's put it that way. I did not expect to see uh, Hux humiliated like that, literally mopping the floor with him uh, yeah. using the force. So, uh, mm-hmm. good job, Snoke. Yep, <laughs> yep. That was uh, that was compelling. I thought that that was a good a good scene. Yeah. And then Poe lands. I don't know why he's. Like it's just all reactive, you know that him landing yeah. in that giant ship and. Well, he's well. I guess this is kind of the remember we were talking about that that Death Star kind of like tension, 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 boom. Yeah. Like and this so this is a little bit of like okay tension, 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 and things fall apart. And there's a little bit of like little bits of, and so this we get the 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 Huck scene is kind of that and the but the Poe kind of flying in. He's like ah like just out of that danger, 
everything yeah. blew up and he's just kind of, you know, flew into the hangar too fast and has to like reverse, you know, all herky jerky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hux deserves to get yelled at because we see the Star Destroyer. Yes, by us and the. Once the dreadnought is gone, you see there's like six star destroyers just hanging out there. I was like, right. well, what have you guys been doing this whole? What like? Right. Just so to... so Hux is is desperately he is in need of a of a. He did drop the ball. Situation. Yeah, yeah. He right. dropped the ball on this for sure. But it's um, it's that but... smugness of the empire that they always have. You know, they're just like, well, we have the biggest gun. Of course, nobody's going to try to sneak in right. with yeah. just two guys or whatever. Yeah. But that's how the resistance always gets them. Yeah. Hubris. Yeah. Hux hubris. Do, do we know who the communication, uh, the, uh, the, the communication woman who tells Hux? Because her accent was interesting, too. I, I think we saw her last week and I wrote it down, but now I'm not. She's um, just, it's interesting. All of the, um, Oh. All of the Empire, they all have various UK accents. Yeah. And all of the resistance, it's all Americans. And it's it's so interesting to me that... Um, Mostly. There's a couple of exceptions, but yeah. Are there? Yeah. It's, uh, well, Ray. Ray is, is probably oh, the that's most, right. only good British person. <laughs> right, right. She's, uh, yeah. So, but it is, it's, a, it's a weird sort of casting choice, it feels like. Yeah. You know, like they wanted those crisp tones to denote evil. And they wanted sloppy <laughs> Americans to, you know, hey, you bunch of mutts. You can't keep us down. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, her uh, here's another one. Her I found the actress's name again, but uh, her character is simply Armitage Hux's first order monitor. I think we talked mm. about that. All right. Um, her the actress is Kate Dickey, who was in a, a handful of things. She was in Game of Thrones Awful. and uh, Prometheus. <laughs> Okay, so she's working too. Yeah, that's that's great, and she got a line, so it's always good to know. This is a a, a second one, I think, because we saw her in minutes. I wrote her down for minute four, so she's. Uh, I think she consistently pops up as uh, basically Hux's, um, not to belittle her, but her Hux's just secretary, just always being like, "Oh, hey, the so and so is on the line." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is <clears throat> you know, that. That gig is also a gig, yeah. so I'm psyched about it. Although yeah. you know, to to an imperial officer, well, sorry, first order officer on the bridge of a of a you know capital ship, just be like, oh yeah, it sucks as secretary. I'm sure she wouldn't appreciate that, but you know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but they do. Uh, so so Hux's response, Hux's kind of answer for this, he's like, it's okay. We have them tied on the end of a string, and that is. I mean, presumably he then everybody was like, well, "What do you mean by that?" Afterwards, right, there's, right, an ex- right. there's an explanation within the first order, but we just hear him say, "That's okay. We've got them tied on the end of a string." And um, I think now we did this for Rogue One last season, but I think were the Last Jedi a musical, this would be a number, a musical number that we've got them tied on the end <laughs> of a string that would keep coming up because it's the consistent theme of this kind of being chased by them. So we could we could have you know several you know we've got them tied on the end of a string reprise over and over again it's a, a common theme anytime the mm. the first order shows up to kind of further chase the the right and, and it calls and it calls back to a new hope of course because they put the tracker on the millennium falcon right exactly and you know they're it's i, I guess it's just too hard to do a sweep to get those trackers off 
you know, it should be one of the things of, you know, turn on all the different things to make the jet fly. And also, right. hey, did anyone put a tracker on? Sweep for bugs. Sweep yeah. for bugs, please. Right. Yeah. Uh, like you're staying in a Motel 6. Sweep for bugs, first thing. <laughs> yes, first thing. Try not to stay in a Motel 6, first thing. Um, first thing. Second thing. <laughs> Sweep for bugs. <laughs> so uh, so with a musical idea, I like the idea if we can then reuse that like later on when Ray, yeah. when Rose is like, Finn, why are you so obsessed with finding Ray? And then he could say like, oh, she has me on the end of a string, you know, like that, oh. like kind of a, a wrinkle. Because he's a first order former first order person so his theme should have first order echoes in it right what i'm saying hmm. interesting uh could just, uh, sit on it for a while I think know. about it <laughs> workshop it workshop it third act reprise you know um but i feel you know we're 13 minutes in i feel like this is we're a little late to have brought it we should have probably brought up the musical idea earlier for yeah this season i forgot about it so uh, well, this is our first. I just uh, dropped, dropped something. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. It was, it was your jaw. There'll be a cl- your jaw dropped right. because my of jaw dropped. It was the mic. Analogy. You're like, bam. Bam. I'm out of here. Storming yeah. out. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. Uh, this is the first appearance of Finn uh, we see in that we mentioned him and now uh, this is he's he's uh, here in his uh, little space bubble. Right. He will be in this movie. We now know that Finn will mm-hmm. be in this movie because and he's and this is where. Well, it's actually in the next minute, but it's fine. I mean, he's in this weird bubble. We don't know what he's in. Yeah. Why is he in plastic? But I mean, we were relieved because he lived, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, last time we saw Finn, he had been on the receiving end of Kylo Ren's uh, beating with the lightsaber. And so that was, you know, we didn't see it was him up at in the, the air. End, yeah. Waving goodbye to everyone with uh, C-3PO and everything. So um, right. we heard them say he'll be all right or something like that. Like he's going to live yeah. or something yeah. like that as yeah. they wheeled him off. Oh, and, and so then this does really kind of hammer home the the idea that this is literally happening right after the force awakens which i didn't i feel like the first time through as we said when we first saw um dakar we saw we saw the last week we we found them on the rebel um sorry the resistance base on the planet and uh i I, in my head i just hadn't put together i'm used to the you know oh in between star wars movies a bunch of stuff happens and then we pick it back up you know and so I, when they're evacuating the space, I just assumed, oh, yeah, then they went to a different base and then the First Order found them and they had to evacuate. But it's literally the base that they were, that we last saw them at at the end of the previous movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then this kind of further hammers that home. And it's just like, oh, yeah, and he's still unconscious from the end of the last movie. Um, right. And it must have been a while because at the end of the last movie, isn't that when Ray finds Luke? Right. Yeah. 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 So the, it, I mean that that's not not months or weeks, right? Yeah. Flying across the universe to find a weird island. 
<laughs> little animal crossing you know well, thing that he's running once you have a map i think that's yeah it does help he's got luke skywalker's uh code right his gamer code sw sure yeah. um i i remember thinking when i saw force awakens and they did not show the fate of finn i remember thinking that he was going to come back in in this movie and be like a cyborg or something mm. like the fact oh. that they didn't show him and that he has sustained some kind of light saber injury it seemed to me like easily could have had like a robotic spine or something like you know let's go maybe not full darth maul spider legs but something like that that i thought yeah. they were going to uh, but my expectations are totally undermined he's fine he's well, fine we can assume i don't know he, he wakes up kind of startled we don't know what's going to happen right and we don't right. even know like he's in that he's in that med pod but we mm -hmm. don't know it's a med pod until they pull out which is i believe the next minute it is in the next minute. It is. Right. Um, um, anything else? Well, that's I, a, I, w I was all hucks. Yeah. No, I was, <laughs> all hucks all be. the time. This is a good... Um, and, and it's kind of a follow-up of the... The kind of different tone that this mm -hmm. movie takes, which we, we've already brought up once. That kind of, you know, the, the whole beginning scene has a lot of especially the dialogue between Hux and Poe has a lot of kind of more comedic elements that's yeah. a little more um direct than than some of the other um you know I, there were some attempts at humor in the prequels that you know worked well, on different levels in the next minute we could definitely speak about attempting humor yeah and how complicated it can be mm -hmm. you know it's a learned skill comedy <laughs> and uh and Trump. some of it's I'm glad we have a professional here to guide us through. Yes, that that'll be to to be snarky about it because the thing is, and I don't want to be snarky about it because I want to like all of them. I sure. want to like them. I I I I go in going, and how bad can it be? I say to myself, uh, and then I uh, try to watch Phantom Menace again, and <laughs> it helps with Phantom Menace if you're 11. Mm. But. Yeah. Um, I've never been 11 when I tried to watch Phantom Menace, so it, it, their trouble remains. But um, One day, one day we'll have that technology. Exactly. To, or I will get so old, I will be like, no, no, I get it. And uh, Jack, As a professional humoridian, which is the funniest Star Wars movie? Oh, has to be Empire. Has to be Empire, mm. I think. And, no, you just uh, jumped right to it. Yeah, when I think I like about it, it, I think about uh, the interactions between... Though, though a new hope, the second half of the new hope, all all Leia Han interactions mm -hmm. are good. And in Empire, I believe that's the one where they're inside the 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 giant snake, right? Mm -hmm. The big yeah. worm space thing, space slug, yeah, the big mm -hmm. space slug, yeah. And uh, so those 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 are your, you know, it's it's Alec Guinness, and then Han and Leia scenes, Luke. Mm -hmm. Uh, is not he's pretty funny actually in um he's funnier in these movies than he was in a new hope hmm. yeah you know he's a lot more he's he's got the good sarcasm now i think well yeah he, he kind of had to carry the serious baton in especially in return of the jedi and, and empire it's like oh he's the he's the one with the kind of the hero's arc he was, so he can't be the yeah the right. straight man the goofball um, although on the Muppet Show, very funny. So, what right. about the and droids? The hmm? well, yeah. Uh, I think for me, I was they do a lot of that. 
comedic heavy lifting in the original trilogy and in the prequels, right, I guess. Right, right. I would say that the droid in Mandalorian, who was a murderer mm-hmm. and then becomes a nanny, is mm-hmm. um, is some of the funniest stuff for me as well. Uh, Mandalorian has a lot more better, uh, well-done comedy. Well done, mm-hmm. sort of lighter moments. And it's, I wouldn't say comedy. I would say lighter moments. Right. And right. whenever George Lucas or somebody tries to go for comedy they usually go for like a a funny alien with a long elephant nose or like they it's a simple it's a simple they're simple pretty funny though you gotta admit that's pretty (laughs) funny (laughs) huh look at this look what's happening here but he has hands, Jackie. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, no, I got. I, I I'm sympathetic. I, I'm actually not sympathetic, but so I am supportive, well, because I'm mm-hmm. so supportive that it. Uh, but I'm not sympathetic, and I'm vaguely irritated until I remind myself <laughs> to be supportive. I, I want to <laughs> give an honorable mention uh, from my my point of view, just to. Everybody, don't sleep on C-3PO's humor in The Rise of Skywalker. He's he's very okay. funny in that. In yeah, that. yeah. He's he's got he's got perfect timing. Yeah. He's great too. Yes, and yes. But again, that's not uh, that doesn't make and the whole movie funny. R two D two, a, a well placed beep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you guys read Darth? Are you are you reading Darths and Droids? No. What it's is that? A, it's oh, essentially. Yeah this podcast in webcomic except for they've been going um essentially are intrigued (laughs) exactly what it is is it's a webcomic where they take all of the movies and they turn it into a D&D campaign oh Uh uh-huh and so I've seen that it's like it photo, is, photo funnies kind of a thing? Yes. It's, well, they okay. take screenshots, and right, yeah. uh, the R2-D2 character is played, I think, by uh, his little sister wants to play mm. in, uh-huh. in New Hope. And, um, or, I forget, whatever it is, the R2-D2 unit is min-maxed. The character is min-maxed to the extreme. So... He doesn't. He can't speak. He has no arms. It's uh, and in the and in the arc of it, Chewbacca, Han Solo becomes um, Chewbacca's sidekick. Hmm. Like the way they they change the plot, mm-hmm. almost makes sense. Like it makes <laughs> more sense to some extent. But it is, it's very funny and it's very sweet and it's uh, Darcy Droids. It's a web comic. It's been going on as long as this podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, there's there i think that they are currently in either the last jedi or rogue one Mm. i forget which one they're redoing right now so anyway it makes more sense that han solo would be chewie's sidekick because chewie's 200 years old and han's just this yeah just a guy yeah it's just a (laughs) yeah look at Um, that they're darts and droids that looks like they're the most recent one is uh they're just about to see some wrath tars so they're in they're about a movie behind Oh, there you Breath go. Tears. Yeah. Yes. Breath tears. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but I thought uh, Finn in the Bubble is. Um, Finn in the Bubble. Finn mm-hmm. in the Bubble. He's in the Bubble. He's surprised to wake up, but I was, I was so relieved to see him alive, quite honestly. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, good. He's going to be in this movie. Yeah. And I, I um, want them, I always want them to do more with him, but. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but, that, yeah, that's well. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that both of these move, this movie and the last movie, ended with Finn in some kind of uh, coma, un, not with the gang. 
which is weird. Like it's like they thought John Boyega wasn't going to come back for mm. like he was on a con movie by movie contract where they had to come up with some plausible reason why he wasn't coming back in the next movie already. Well, I'm trying right. to remember what happens at the end of this one. He go, he's trying to commit suicide by bombing the oh, right, uh, right, and Rose right. is like, no, we do this because we love each other and and, and so on. They kiss maybe, and then it's never never brought up again. <laughs> maybe they're trying to get him. They were like trying to reverse Harrison Ford him. They're like, ah, you know, hmm. you're going to be, you know, in a coma there. So if you want to go take any other projects, just let us know because we can. It's safe. You're in a you're in a thing there. Like, I yeah. think they got they, got like they wanted to a, get rid of him. Well, I, I, I think I brought this up. I know I brought it up last season. I think I brought it up this season already once, but I think they got they got painted into a corner when they decided not to kill Poe in the first movie. Mm. And then they basically had an extra character that they didn't know what to do with, and they ended up giving a lot of the more interesting stuff to Poe and leaving Finn kind of dangling with a, with subplots, which which is not entirely fair, and it, and it, it was a seemed to be a, a on the fly, as it were, decision um, in during the Force Awakens, and so then I think it it basically led to a little bit of extra, you know, of not knowing what to do, and it's you know, it's always so weird. Like you wonder what the politics of that. Like is the actor who plays Poe just more fun to hang out with, or um, is there? Better. I mean. They both seem better. incredibly charming. So I, they I seem don't... incredibly charming, the yeah. two of them. <laughs> yeah. But quite honestly, Finn seems more charming to me. But mm. that's mm. just a uh, personal. Yeah. Yeah, it's also weird because Finn has a built-in story arc. He's yeah. an he escaped has the coolest... slave who can right. go back and like like. He's a story. He's an escaped Poe has no Poe has right. no backstory to him. That's at all interesting. Right, he's just he's just cocky. But if you yeah. gave Finn that cockiness, you know, because he has an actual arc, right? There's going to be yeah. an actual arc there where he finds his courage, and he finds his you know his place yeah. in the resistance. He That's finds awesome. his heart threw it all and he away. Finds his brains. Ah, and, oh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's in Kansas. Yeah, weird. Well, anything else to say about minute number one three before we wrap this up? Not uh, it. No, I think we can we're, we're, okay. we'll check and see what happens with Finn when he wakes up, hopefully, next episode. Right. Okie doke, we will do that. And uh, while you're waiting for us to come back, why don't you go to moviesbyminutes.com? That's where you'll find all the hundred plus other podcasts that have also uh, engaged in this insane uh, hobby of ours of analyzing movies minutes by minutes. So everything from goodfellas to that darn cat to the whole lord of the rings have they done all the lord of the rings movies yet? i don't think it was that darn cat i think it was a talking cat but maybe a there's that darn cat. cat i don't know uh, if time. you like ryan johnson movies somebody just started doing knives out minute so right there, yeah there you go so yeah. uh go to moviesbyminutes.com and check it out and uh let us know if you find any cool shows but you'll never find a show as cool as tomorrow's show, Star Wars Minute. <laughs> Star Wars Minute.